Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, that's Bojo's normal for now. I've no idea what the new normal may mean to you. I expect it'll still involve some sort of hybrid working. The pandemic is not over, but it is. COVID is endemic, but it isn't. We've had nearly two years of working entirely differently. Decision-making has been democratised, people have listened to each other, and apart from the personal devastation that COVID has wreaked, there have been some useful changes and a sense of no going back. But going back we are. Do we just pick up where we left off? Or maybe there are some questions we need to ask. How are people feeling? Do they feel safe? Do people have someone they can ask for help? Have things happened during lockdown that have festered and should be dealt with now? How will we know? Have people had a degree of autonomy that will be reeled back in or not? And how to deal with a likely resentment or envy if that happens? Maybe some people have discovered new skills they never knew they had and will want to develop them. Two years is a long time and people, their attitudes and ambitions may well have changed. Companies have changed, organisations have moved on and certainly the NHS is in a very different place. Netflix have decided no meeting shall last longer than 30 minutes. As a result, they've been able to reduce their number of meetings by 60%. Microsoft in Japan are working a four-day week. Shopify has no meeting Wednesdays. These are all changes, a product of working through COVID. The big step change was the ability to meet via Zoom, Teams and all the rest. Really convenient use of reliable technology that we've all now got the hang of. Who will forget the most defining words of lockdown? You're on mute. Did remote working mean you use the convenience of the screen to meet more? Use the phone less? More important, what will you do now? There are some tricky decisions coming up. Aside from the imminent arrival of ICPs, the recovery programme could be very disruptive for normal working. Complex decisions with uncertain outcomes cutting across the routine to make way for enhanced performance, political scrutiny and public interest. Questions about retaining innovations that have emerged through COVID. What to keep doing and what not to keep doing. Sharing the best practice that will emerge from the concentration on waiting list reduction. There'll be some make-or-break mission-critical decisions. Are you responsible for decisions? Accountable for the outcomes? Have you thought about how consultation with colleagues and partners may have changed? It's the old story, voice, vote and veto. Who has what and where does the buck stop? A lot of that will have changed through COVID. Decision-making had shorter lead times and permission wasn't granted, it was taken for granted. In many cases, a whole layer of management was sidelined. Before COVID, when tough decisions needed to be made, consensus and buy-in were the first steps. COVID pushed us in another direction. Make the best decision you can, when you can, and be prepared to carry the can. Empowerment was redefined. Speed limits were ignored, but leaders still had to find a way to make sure people had their seatbelts on. Would the new normal mean abandoning the newfound agility? 
COVID has had two effects. It's enabled some organisations or parts of organisations to suck decision-making back to the centre. We saw that with a conflict created by an immature and badly handled communication strategy, sucking power to the centre, leaving comms teams stranded. Bullied for trying to deal with local and regional press with one hand tied behind their back. The other effect, letting go decision-making. Matthew Gould, head of NHSX's very mature memo, enabling data sharing with the only caveat, caveat to be sensible. And everyone was. Staff welfare and conditions came under the spotlight. People responded by working together. Out of nowhere, wobble rooms emerged. The campaign to provide 24-7 hot food for staff is leveraged off a COVID realisation. Look after the people and the people they're looking after will be better looked after. In the long run, it will be better for us all to step into a new normal but best we take a moment to define what it is we want better first. Thanks for listening.